When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I'm talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed worldwide, according to Indeed data. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million monthly unique visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Hack It Out. Just go to Indeed.com slash Hack It Out right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Hack It Out. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to the Hack It Out Golf Podcast. We're talking course setups today. How should you set up a golf course to help or hinder certain styles of golfers? Or does it really make not much difference? Always an interesting subject, one that's talked about a lot. Certainly when talk, people talk about people hitting the ball too far these days, those kind of ideas. Course setup is definitely one that's mentioned. Uh, let's see what we come up with. Hey everybody, this is Lou. Quick message before we get to today's pod. Scott and I have just announced our first in-person scoring school. It's going to take place August 8th and 9th, 2021. It will be at Seaview Resort and Golf Club in Galloway, New Jersey, home of the LPGA ShopRite Classic. The school will include uh, accommodations, all meals, over nine hours of learning. Uh, You'll get to get out on the golf course to apply what you're learning. And you'll also get six months of access to the Decade app. For more information, go to playinglesson.com forward slash shop. Or you can go to my uh, Twitter, at Lou Stagner, and it'll be pinned at the top of my feed. The school will be limited to 36 players, so make sure you get over to the website and get signed up before all spots are gone. It's going to be a lot of fun, and we definitely look forward to seeing you out there. Welcome, Lou and Scott. Course setups today. I know you guys talk quite a lot about course setups on your Twitter feeds and what have you. Um, Where should we start with this one? I mean, I'm going to kick it off. People are hitting the ball too far. This ain't my opinion. I'm just like, is that called paraphrasing? Um, <laughs> maybe we should. I like where this is starting yeah, already. Maybe we should grow that. They. It's really easy. Just grow the rough up. That's the one I hear a lot. What, what's our thoughts on that? People hit the ball too far. Why don't we just grow the rough up? Well, I, honestly, I mean, like, go ahead, Scott. I was. I would. I, I really need to maybe go watch some old golf tournaments. I think it'd be fun to watch the old U.S. Opens where you just picture the the hay everywhere and. And just honestly, try to see what you can see. I know they didn't show many shots in all four rounds and whatever, but I think it'd be funny to go back and watch all these guys trying to hit three wood to get it in play and just all kinds of nonsense. I, I would bet you get guys like Jack and Johnny and the, the all-time greats. I would bet they're lashing driver out there and just 
keeping their mouth shut. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good luck, guys. Yeah. Go hit that fairway. Yeah, yeah. No, I played safe all day, boys. You carry on that kind of stuff they're doing, isn't that? I mean, the setup at the U.S. Open. I, I literally texted Como when whoever it was, Hudson Swafford or somebody, lost their ball on number one and before the final round. I texted Como. He is one Bryson is 100% unbeatable in this golf tournament today because he's going to, nobody's going to play good. I mean, you know, nobody's shooting a million under and catching him and he's got a nice lead. And as long as he just launches it out there, the fairway is going to jump in the way of some shots. And as long as he doesn't do something stupid, he's literally just unbeatable in my opinion in that round. And it's just, it's just awesome, in my opinion, to watch the math and the strategy and everything just play out perfectly. Yeah, absolutely. So, Lou, rough, is it the answer? Scott's saying it's not the answer there. Well, I Surely mean, you grow the rough up and then the long hitters are always in it and then they don't win. Is that not right? It depends on the question. So if Go you on. if you want to increase... Tell me what question to ask. That sounded like Yoda. Yeah. The answer depends yeah. upon the question. Yeah, oh, wise one. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Well, it depends, on the, it depends on the question, depends on the problem you're trying to solve for. So if you are somebody that thinks scoring is too low, yeah, if we make good, the yeah. rough taller, scoring will go up. Um, and so growing the rough will um, quote unquote real scoring back in if you think it's a problem. Um, but growing the rough to make it more challenging for players that hit the ball long that is not the answer. That is not going to uh, that. That actually makes it easier uh, for players that hit the ball long. If you grow the rough up, long players always have an advantage. Distance is always an advantage, but that advantage is slightly, very slightly, not significantly, very slightly minimized when you have very, very short rough and very soft conditions. When you have very long rough and firm conditions, um, bombers are are going to have a huge advantage. And if you took away fairways completely and it was nothing but rough, um, it's pretty easy to wrap your mind around that and say, well, the person that hits it the longest way is is going to is going to do really well. Well, these guys all hit the ball relatively straight, and and some of the bombers actually hit it straighter than the guys that hit it short. Um, they have a tighter cone. They hit it farther, uh, and 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 maybe they they miss a fairway or less per round more, but they're actually hitting the ball straighter than a lot of short hitters. So they're going to have rounds and tournaments where, as Scott said, the fairway just gets in the way a little bit more. And then when it doesn't get in the way, they're going to have a much shorter club, uh, which is a whole lot easier to hit a short iron out of the rough than it is to hit a six iron out of the rough. And and so distance is always an advantage, uh, but it's a bigger advantage with long rough. That's interesting because it's one of those phrases I see a lot when people are talking about this, you know, just grow to rough up that sort of amount where you're both saying that, which I would agree with. It's actually the opposite way around for lots of um, people, as in it's given them more of an advantage because they're going to have less loft coming into the green from that long rough. Um, what about, and I know what you I'm going to ask this question. It's not my question. It's just one I see. I'm playing oh devil's boy. advocate today. Oh okay. This is not my question. Why don't we just grow the rough up at 300 yards? Who wants to, Scott, that's a good idea, isn't it? Well, we're trying not to cuss on this podcast, so I can't believe <laughs> my true feelings. But it is something that comes out of chickens <laughs> when they've eaten too much. <laughs> 
you, so, Lou, have you got anything to add? Surely it's a good idea. You grow it up at 300 yards. They're in it too far. You grow it up at 300 yards. Do you not? Well, I mean, if, if you, if you, that is the only way that rough could have an impact on distance is if you had graduated rough and not graduated rough where it gets longer the the farther away you are from the edge of the fairway but it gets longer the farther away you are from the tee so the first 270 yards it's two inches and then from 270 to 290 it's three and then from 290 plus it's four inches that would certainly have a have an impact that would definitely impact scoring and and length would be would be uh, definitely impacted. And I ran some numbers on that a while ago. I, I don't know that I, I have the, them handy. I'll, I'll root around for them while we're chatting here and see if I can come up with them. But yeah, that is, that is certainly one way to, uh, to, to do that. But I, I think that's a ridiculous approach, right? It's yeah. It seems totally unfair. Approach. Yeah. Completely unfair. Yeah. To, to like better putters should have a smaller a... hole. Shouldn't yeah, they? If we're exactly. going to do that, yeah, like I mean, you're, you... You, you're gaining more strokes on me than putting. So you got to putt to that one. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Yep. I think number 13 at Kiowa, which obviously this is going to come out after the PGA Championship, but number 13 at Kiowa, if anyone remembers it, it's a really interesting hole because right around 280, the fairway starts to get, there's a lake right on the edge of the fairway all the way along the right. And right around 280-ish, the fairway actually starts getting wider, but then there are some center line bunkers that are in play. And it's just interesting because like, Dropping back to three wood on this hole, you're going to hit more balls into the rough. That lake goes all the way up along the right side of the hole, just sits right on the edge of the green. I wouldn't want the hole's 497. Yeah, 497. <laughs> I'm seeing on that. Yeah. I don't want to draw back to three wood and hit it 250 or 60 off the tee and land it in the rough where it's not going to roll at all because you are for sure laying up that left third of your shot pattern. Whereas those center line bunkers are looks like about five to eight yards wide of a 70 yard wide shot pattern, like they're in play. And when you hit it in them, you're probably going to have to lay up, but you're going to be in that bunker a lot less than you're going to be in the rough with your three wood. So you aim right at the bunker. You try to actually hit it in the bunker. And then you understand that because of shot dispersion, you're probably not going to hit it in the bunker and you just send it right at it. And if you hit it in at four straight times, probably not your week, but yeah, yeah. just avoiding that thing four times also is not the, that, that hard to imagine. Yeah, it's, absolutely. Hogan so, would have hugged the water to get the good angle. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's, stop that's it. It's because he hit it too Stop it. What was that? <laughs> you, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you just calm down over there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you actually brought up a really good point, which we've kind of brushed over a little bit, uh, Lou, um, in the fact that it depends on what the question is, because I think this one relates exactly to the depend what it's what the question is, as in, do you want a lower scoring or do you want to harm longer hitters? They're, they're different questions. Um, hard and bouncy courses. That's what people say. Set it up hard, you know, firm and bouncy. That levels it. That makes it more of a test, so on and so forth. Where do we stand with that? Uh, Lou, what are your no, thoughts? I'm, hard no, and bouncy. No, not not at all. I mean, just think about it for a second. The yeah, farther you this hit isn't the golf my ball, question, right? The farther <laughs> you hit the golf ball, 
The longer hitters are by definition going to have shorter clubs into greens. When you have a shorter club into a green, you will have more spin. You will have a steeper descent angle. It is much easier to control a golf ball with, uh, on, in firm conditions when you have a steeper descent angle and more spin. Um, yep. it's, it's a lot tougher to get a golf ball to perform and, and quote unquote behave when you, you know, you are hitting a five iron, um, w- which is going to have a whole lot less spin than an eight iron. Um, and, and so firmer conditions favor, you know, every condition favors a longer hitter. The only way you can, you can neutralize distance by, you know, not growing the rough is putting things in the way. And there was a, one of the college players that I, that I, that I work with, we were mapping out a, I forget what course it was. I could probably bring it up, but we were mapping out uh, one of his courses, one of his tournaments a few months ago. And on one of the par fives, there was 100% a line that you could have gone like, a different part of the golf course, not play up your own fairway. And they put this like giant construction fence on the <laughs> side of the tee box. So they couldn't go that way. Yeah. Uh, and so they put that in the way. So the long hitters did not have an option to go that way. So that that's, that's really the, uh, you know, the only, the only true answer to, to try and stop length and have it be, uh, you know, not an advantage is by forcing them to, to not hit it that way. But that's yeah. the beauty of satellites too. I mean, honestly, whenever I'm doing my course packets, I'm almost always looking for anything like that, just at a casual, quick observation. And there was a corn fairy event. I think it was maybe last year or the year before where a bunch of players hit it down this one hole, like literally at a par three green. And I was like, I didn't even see that one, but yeah. it was just clearly the play. It was like 90 yards wide, but you were seriously just hitting it into what looked like a forest and it was just hilarious because I'm like, wow, that even looks sketchy to me. But you couldn't see it unless you were there because you just know the trees are are, are small enough. You just blow it right over them. And it was seriously like going if it was a dog leg right, like a like a like a 45 or, or 70 degree dog leg right. They actually turned it into like a 50 degree dog leg left by going this other direction. But the shot, they were able to hit driver instead of iron. And it just knocked off like 60 yards on the length of the hole. Like it was truly incredible that they were doing this. And that's just satellites. I, I love that those people put a, a, a fence yeah. in the way though. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we a fan of things in the way? What's our thoughts of things in the way? So examples of things in the way, it would be, you know, streams that cut across at certain distances, which obviously are going to cut longer hitters back. You know, if I can't reach that stream, but your longer hitters rolling into it, those kind of ideas, bunkers and the rest of it dog legs, trees, like, are we fans of things in the way or, or not? What's your thoughts? It's a, it's a generalized question. I get that. But in, in my opinion, you have to design something. So I, I do think that like the quantity of centerline bunkers, a guy like Greg Norman puts in are ridiculous, but sure. Every once in a while, like again, this, this number 12 or 13, whatever it was, I was just talking about Keo. Like, I think it looks like a cool hole. You got to design something. You can't just have straightaway holes with nothing in the way certain trees they had the ncaa championships in 2019 at a place called the blessings in arkansas which just looked like a ridiculous golf course and i did not make a few members happy by saying that on social media but (laughs) it looked like a ridiculous golf course and there was a number of 14 or so there was just this 
enormous oak tree and just in the dead center of the fairway. And you literally, there was not a, there's a stream on the right and trees left. There was no, there wasn't enough room to try to favor a side. Your target was just directly at this tree and you had to kind of hope that you missed it. You couldn't try to miss it. And the women's tournament was literally decided by this stupid tree in the middle of the fairway. Cause a girl just got stuck right behind it. She probably shouldn't have tried the shot that she did. I've, 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 I've spoken with people. She, I think she's a drawer of the golf ball and she tried to hit like a sling and cut and double crossed it into the, uh, the lake left. But I felt so bad for this girl. Cause I literally in my packet for my teams, on that hole, I put, I figured they would have to get a big, a big ass tree in the middle of the way eventually on this thing. And they finally did it. And then it actually wound up deciding the tournament. I'm like, you've just got to be kidding me. You can't. Yeah. I'm not a fan of trees in the middle of fairways. We get that quite a lot on the European courses that we play, go away and travel, just these random trees in the middle of those. Generally the people, two of the people I play with it, the ball off the planet, on like repeatable amount of shots and they're just on the other fairway where the tree's not in the way and i've hit a tee shot literally 10 yards from the center line and i now have to hit some like punch low shot under a tree lou are you i hate trees in the middle of fairways are you a fan of trees in the middle of fairways when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, no, I, I don't like trees in the middle of fairways. Uh, I mean, some holes, uh, like 18 at Pebble, right? There's a tree in the middle of the fairway there, and that's not bad. It, it's, it's, it's interesting, but wherever there's trees, I'm generally going to find them. So middle of the fairway, <laughs> 90 yards, right? It doesn't matter. I'll be in them. I'll find them. Um, but you know, Scott talked about, um, you know, looking at holes on satellites. And I tweeted about this actually very recently, a few days ago, one of the students that I'm, I'm working with, we were mapping out his, his course. And, you know, I will protect the innocent. I don't want to name his club. I don't want to get him into any trouble, but it's his par five. It's 500 yards long. And from the tees that he plays from it's two thirty. there's water that starts on the left hand. So picture this in your mind. There's water that starts on the left-hand side, two thirty off the tee. Right. Left of that is just, Oh, it's OB uh, left yeah. of the water. This lake is maybe 20 yards wide. The fairway um, and it's not all fairway. It's 25 yards wide at that point. Whoa. It's 25 yards wide. And then there's this huge. On the right? Yeah. This is the fairway to the right of the, of the lake. And then to the right of the fairway, it's just a massive forest of trees. It's like maybe 30 yards wide, 20 yards wide. And I look at this and, and I'm like, this is, re but the hole next to it, which runs the same direction where he would end up, it's about 65 yards worth of room. And so it's just for him, it's a no brainer to aim it up the other hole and he hits it a, a long way. He's going to have 190 yards coming in, you know, 200 to 190 coming into this par five, but to have this par five with water starting 230 out and a 25 yard wide fairway to the right of that is just a ridiculous design. And I say, Look for opportunities to play it up different golf holes all the time because there's things that are, are that are there that you maybe not have uh, you know you haven't thought of yet. 
yeah, thinking a bit more outside of the box stuff, isn't it? As in just not going quite where everything is pointing you. Um, so there's no way of even this out then. The, the longer hitters just just have got an advantage. Is that what you're saying? Even though there are... They have a huge advantage. No matter yeah. what you do, they have an advantage. And Unless you put a lake out there, a 280 on every hole that they can't carry, they will have an advantage. Um, and if you roll the ball back, they're going to have a bigger advantage uh, because it is there is a bigger gap on longer shots, right? As they get closer to the uh, closer in their iron play, the gap is a little bit smaller. When you get them out at 175, 200, two and a quarter, the gap gets bigger, right? And, and being a longer hitter um, and having 175 in versus a shorter hitter with 200, that is a bigger gap than 125 versus 100. So it doesn't matter what you do. Longer hitters have an advantage. It's how golf has always been since they were playing it in the sheet fields with stones and sticks <laughs> 500 years ago. The guy that can hit it the longest is going to do well. 500 years ago, the game isn't that old, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. I'm sitting here, sitting here and, and probably the least uh, shocking uh, comment to make. I'm arguing on Twitter with people about this right now. And they're talking about Bryson. And I'm just laughing because, by definition, he's gaining 1.18 off the tee. Tenth place is 6.3. He's gaining a half a stroke on sixth place. He's two strokes clear of 10th place so like there's only 10 guys they're starting the tournament within two shots of him like it's it's unreal and and the reason i bring that up is i truly believe that the pga tour will be totally unrecognizable in five years i i I believe that because i mean these guys aren't idiots they're playing for a lot of money it hit it as far as you possibly can Bryson is two shots clear of 10th place in strokes gained driving off the tee. Technically, he's two, two strokes clear in the tournament over Cameron Champ in seventh place, That's let crazy. alone the nearly five shots he's ahead of the tour average. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. it's just mind-boggling to me. Yeah, yeah. So last question then to finish up course setup here today. What I find when I've played with the tour players that I play with in our videos and what have you is that the level, the biggest leveler I have against them, because they're generally 30 yards past me, not so much anymore, I don't reckon, but we'll find that out when we can start playing again with obviously COVID restrictions and the rest of it. It's shorter courses. I get them on a shorter course and there's more of a game involved. You put them on a long... Like, I go and play in some media event with them around where they just played the PGA Championship. It's not an event. Like, 7,000x plus yards, they've just got such an advantage on every hole. But you go and play them around a member's course of 6,100 yards, because my dispersion with my driver's pretty tight, tighter than your average bear, arguably, certainly is when I was patting it, um... I actually felt like I could compete with them. Would we not see a case for actually some shorter courses? Well, think about what I said earlier. The the delta between 125 and 100 is smaller than the delta between 200 and 175. So when you Say can... Say that again? The, the, the difference between 125 and 100 is smaller than the difference between 200 and 175. Right. So let's say there's 25 yards worth of difference between the two of us. And in, in this case, I'm 25 long, yards longer than both of you chumps because <laughs> you haven't done speed training like this guy. So I'm not going to 20- longer than you, Lou. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to 25 
yards past you jokers. And if we play a par four where I end up with 175 in and you end up with 200 in, there's a bigger gap in getting up and down from 175 and 200 than there is if we play a shorter hole where I end up with 100 coming in and you have 125 coming in. Yeah. So a shorter course will compress things a, it a does. little bit there. It, yeah, it completely sure. does. When I play the tour pros on short courses it's like two and one three and one it's a game there's a game because they're driving par fours and i'm hitting 30 yard pitches well 30 yard pitch i can hit within 10 foot and older putt on a number of occasions if i'm playing all right um that is i was gonna say that is literally the reason that the decade decision tree you know are there 65 yards blah 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 blah, all the way you get down to we're now into deciding between a three wood driver or two iron. And it is unlikely you should drop back to a two iron or hybrid unless the hole is short and you will be left with a wedge or less as a result, you should probably hit driver, but that's the exact math that Lou is talking about there. Like, I mean, you can even take it to 60 versus 120. The difference in 60 and 120 is like the same as it is from 175 to 200. I should look at that before I quote notes. 60 is 2.7 in the fairway. 120 is 2.85. So it's 0.15 shots for those 60 yards. And it's 0.11 shots from 180 to 200. Like, it's not that it doesn't matter once you have a wedge in your hand, but unless you can get it up to where you're really pitching the ball on the green, it's not as relevant. So yes, a guy hitting it to 40 yards versus 90 yards, not as big of a deal. So, so why do we not on. see more experiment with shorter courses? Why, why, why do we not see this as a solution? If I, I, I say the word solution as if there's a problem, I just want to put it out there. I don't think <laughs> there is a problem. That. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm just trying to bumble the comp. I'm just trying to get Scott to swear on the podcast. Um, <laughs> but, just unmuzzle me and I can do that. <laughs> but do you see what I mean? Well, why do we not see shorter courses as a bit more of an option if people want to see different skill sets coming out? That's a, that's a great question. I, I don't know why they, they don't try that out a little bit more. I, I forget somebody said that not that long ago, one of the players, and they said one of the answers to the distance problem, and I don't think there's a problem in any way, shape, or form, is to actually play some shorter golf courses that, that will help to compress the field a little bit, and it will help to compress the field totally. a, a little bit. Um, I, I don't know like why they, they don't though. do more of that. And, Say that again, Scott? It has to be like a Hilton head, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean Bryson, but... Bryson is getting so long that the difference between him and short on tour is so monumental that to get a short course, I mean, how long were the par fours we talking about here? 400, 380? Like, well, let's Bryson take a 6,100 yard or 6,200 yard course. I'm talking it's it's short. You know, but I don't I, care. I don't care if Bryson is hitting a three iron into a hole, but my dispersion with my head. driver, my dispersion with my driver, if that was the equivalent, just plucking numbers at sky. I feel I can compete with him. I'm not going to beat him, but I feel like I could compete. There will be times where, where if you go and put me on a, you know, a 500 yard par five enough, a 500 yard par four enough times. I was just like, yeah, well, I'm never going to compete with that. You but know, so just... in, in, in that scenario, you're talking, you know, if you just divide 6,000 by 18, you're talking 333 yards a hole. Obviously we've got par threes and par fives to offset each other. You're now talking such a short course that Bryson will be sending driver at every green. And now that is totally playing into his advantage. You need a bunch of holes that are about 420 or 30 where Bryson can't really get it pitching, even hitting it 360 or 70. 
that's the kind of length you need where everybody else can hit driver. They'll have a wedge in, Bryson will have a wedge in. That's about it. But most of the courses you're talking about, Mark, are going to be your Hilton head style courses. Those courses are doing what they're doing because they're just cut through shoots of trees. Yeah. It's not the length of the hole. It's in that scenario, it's the design, which gets back to a lot of what we're talking about with, you know, design being a, a, a way with just stuff in the way just the length of the hole isn't going to do it because Bryson is so much longer than average now. It'll, one it'll of the do things it. kind of, kind of related on this topic. And I, I tweeted about this. I actually put a contest out there, a decade contest, giving away free hats. Yeah. I, I was, um, I, I was literally about yeah. to write out a tweet asking pretty much the same guy saw like, you're going to see it in mainstream media. What does it measure the course? What does so it measure? Right Everyone's now, the, going to the, be saying. Yeah. The PGA of America put this out and this happens every week, right? Yeah, um, yeah. The PGA of America put out that the uh, yardage at the ocean course for the PGA championship is 7,876 yards, which is, yeah. which is long, but it will not be set up at that distance. Courses always play shorter than what's on the scorecard. And a lot of times they play significantly shorter. And yeah. just, I've put this out there since 2019, almost 25% of the rounds on the PGA tour are played at under 7,000 yards. And that's what they're set up as. If you look at the scorecard yards, it's a lot longer than that in many cases, but they set it up much shorter. Uh, and my contest was, what will it average for this week? What will they set it up? So I'll take the course yardage from each of the rounds and I'll just simply average them over all four rounds. I want you guys to be a part of this. And we're going to come back and we're going to check the numbers. You what want us to have you, a guess? On I the want pod. you to have a guess on what you think it's going to average for the four rounds. 78.76 is the yardage on the card. What do you think it will actually be set up at on the average? Okay, I'll just have a little Mark, think you about go first. that. I'll have a little think about that. Let me just round up. Okay. And as I round up, I'll be thinking, you know, because I'm that kind of a skilled presenter, you know, I've got two things in there going on. So, so course setups, growing the rough, what people say, well, I think we've agreed and hopefully people who can hear that that's not really going to do anything. Uh, the, uh, setting up the rough definitely will lower the scores, which is, I think that's a really good point that you've made there, Lou, is that it does, that's where people get confused, don't they? They see the scores, not 20 under par, which apparently is a problem. Again, none of these are my questions. I felt a little bit tonight, like Lou and Scott felt like I was asking them these questions like it was my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> um, and hard and bouncy in to, it can, compared to soft can change the scores. But again, the advantage is still in place. I do think shorter courses as an interesting variation is something that could um, certainly be thought about a little bit more and something that's not talked about that much, I tend to notice. Um, Scott, do you, I want Scott to go. Oh, you want me to go first, don't you? I'm going to go. It's going to average... <laughs> I'm going to 7,400 is what it'll average. 7,400. All right. No, that's, it won't average that. It'll measure 7,3. It will average 7,3. 7,300. 7, All right. You're in for 7,300. Mr. Fawcett. 7,350. 7,350. <laughs> How many guesses do you want? Seventy-three forty-nine. <laughs> yeah. This is not Price is Right. <laughs> Seventy-three fifty. That's my final offer. Seventy-three fifty. All right. All right. I'm going with seventy-two eighty-six. Right. The thing that's interesting about Kiowa, and if you actually really wanted to answer this question, 
you would need to factor in. It's a really cool linksy layout, obviously, yeah. as opposed to, but, but where most links courses, you know, and I, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about here, but it seems yeah, like, most courses, <laughs> it seems like most links courses go out in nine and then back in from 10. This kind course of. plays out like one through four or so, and then five through like 14 or straight downwind. So the, the course plays due east and west. And essentially every single hole plays that direction. The wind is typically out of the East or the players I talked with yesterday said it was out of the East yesterday. And so they will have to shorten the end of the wind holes because they're just unplayable Ridiculous. otherwise. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But the downwind holes, there's not a whole lot of reason to move them up much. So half the course, they shouldn't move up much. The other half, they should move up quite a bit. What did I say? 7286, Lou? 7286. Pretty much like the same that. as mine. Lou, are you having a guess? Are we gonna Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with um 7388. That's 7388. my that's my guess. Come on, we're very bunched there. Aren't and the we? thing that sounds, I sounds like, pretty long. I mean so, I yeah, like it is definitely long. It's on the long end for sure, but I think yeah. they're gonna set it up that way. Um I, I I think it could change if the wind really blows. I think they'll it could it could play they could play really short compared to what the yardage is on the card. The thing that I like the best about Kiowa, every time I think of Kiowa, I think back to 1991 and when we just slapped you around with the Ryder Cup and, and, and Bernard missed that putt on 18. Um, it brings back, it brings a smile to my face every time oh, I think of it. What's interesting with that is that actually the course, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure this changed since then, isn't it? The course, you can't do the part that um, Langer did. That green isn't there anymore, is it? Does anyone know? Because we were going to do a video series of recreating certain Ryder Cup moments, and that was one I wanted to recreate. And they said, well, the trouble you'll have is that green isn't there anymore. You were going to recreate that moment? That yeah, I was going to recreate it just amazing. for you, but I, but I was going to make it. <laughs> you weren't going to make it? I was going to make it, and then yeah. literally middle digit the camera right just for you. Just oh, there you go. Perfect. Made perfect. it in one. Made it. In maybe, one. maybe they used the hole from the Legend of Bagger Vance that they moved. They made for the movie instead. Yeah. Now, <laughs> yeah. So I think I, I don't know anyone in the comments down below. Let us know. I'm pretty sure they the course has been moved around since those days, but I might be wrong. There you go. So we've got our. Um, I, I'm a bit disappointed that our um, three calling of the distance there are all so similar. I felt like Lou, you were trying to catch me out by making me go first there, but I like the fact that you're close to me. That makes me feel like I've, I've had a good, I've, I've had a good guess there. Oh, I have no idea what, what's going to happen. It really depends on the, uh, depends on the wind. I think the yeah, wind's going to drive. Yeah, that's the beauty of having a right. course that long. It gives you those options, doesn't it? Cause like, I mean, that's what links courses in. If they set it up, I don't care what the weather was. If they set this thing up at the, at the, at the full yardage it can play, the scores would be through the roof. Yeah, yeah. Be absolutely through the roof. There we go. Perfect. Cool setups. A good example there. It's very interesting, I think, when Lou says about the yardage on the course, on certainly on the PJ Tour, which is so often just brandished around. And you know people are going to be talking in clubhouses this weekend about, God, have you seen how long that course is? Like, it is long, yeah, but it probably won't play anywhere near that distance. It's something that uh, often is missed. There you go. Course setups. The rough's not going to help. Arden Belt is not going to help. Shorter courses might help, but not really. Just it bombs, people. Just it bombs. It bombs. <laughs> the bomb it out, the hack it out, bomb it out podcast. <laughs> yeah.